Tell me the story of Fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I begin? No, I'm just joking. I don't... Are you really starting? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said Billy was getting a banner. That's what I was done. Like, Oh, you didn't tell me that. Okay. <laughs> edit, edit, chop, chop. So Fishbowl Radio Network was not even on the trajectory of my life. I'm one of those people that plans everything out. You know, I set my goals and I accomplished my goals. Uh, so it was never uh, in that journal of things that I wanted to do or my bucket list or goal list. It was actually one afternoon I was at home and I received a phone call from a very well-known radio personality. He called me and he was very upset because... Uh, they had not renewed his contract, so basically he was out of a job. And uh, he knows that I'm a very motivational, inspirational, praying warrior person, so he called me just to let me know that they had not uh, signed his contract and that he was out of work. And, you know, of course he was down. He was, he was devastated. Um, he had built a, a number one show. Um, he was making, you know, six figures, and, and uh, his lifestyle was based on that level of income. So at that time, I just, you know, gave him words of encouragement and inspiration and, and prayed for him. And we hung up the phone and uh, I went on with my day. And then about 30 minutes later, I get another phone call. And it happened to be a young student that I had taught at American Broadcasting School uh, that had graduated a year prior. And she called me just randomly and said, because uh, I would always give my students my number because I, I love to mentor the students. And she called me just randomly, very frustrated, saying that, you know, it had been a year since she graduated and she did not have any prospects of getting a job. That she had applied, that she had sent demos, and she was just wondering why it just wasn't happening for her. So she was also pretty upset and distraught. So again, I, you know, tried to inspire her and motivate her and let her know not to give up on her dream. I told her, hey, look, I just got a phone call from a big time radio person that just got let go. So I know that right now the industry is very volatile. It's changing. This was back in 2009. They were letting a lot of people go in the industry due to technological changes, due to the economy. And uh, so those that were working in the industry, many were getting downsized. And those trying to get in the industry couldn't get in. Um, after that second phone call, you know, I went into my, my room. And, and like I do a lot, I, I started to get into prayer. It was a prayer. It, it was really a gratitude prayer because at that time I was still in the industry. I was just thanking, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I was just thanking him that... I got that break like this young student wanted to back when I was 17 that I I thanked him for for putting me into the career of my dreams 
and uh, and I was thanking him that I was still in it as well. So I was just in this 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 prayer, this thankfulness, this 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 deep you know meditation. And after I gave thanks, I said, you know, what could I do? You know, Jesus, what can I do? What can I do to help this young student that wants to get in that's not getting the break? And what can I do to help this veteran who who you know just lost his job? Uh, what can I do? And right in that moment, it was like this instant, what I call the download. And, and I've had downloads before because when I pray, I, I have, you know, a communication with, with my best friend, with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I got the download and I started writing in my journal. Uh, and it was what you see now. It's what we've been doing for the last 12 years. He told me to start an internet radio network. That was going to be the future of radio, that it was moving towards digital that uh, to create a place where I could give people opportunity to come in and host their own shows and that they would have an opportunity not only to host their own shows but then to take that show and build it and then generate revenue from it and that I was going to, to start that. When she came to me and she had the idea of opening up Fishbowl, the only thing that came to mind was how much money do you need and you know, are you going to commit 110, 120, 150 percent? Because I think once you become uh, your, uh, you own your own business, and it requires it's more than just uh, you know eight hours a day or ten hours a day. It became 24/7. It was so crazy because at that time, and I'm really trying to put myself back in that time because now. I mean, podcasts, the term podcast is just such a hugely used thing where I feel like back then it wasn't. It, the, the access to live content, live streaming content um, just wasn't there yet. That, that need for it or that even that want or desire for it wasn't really there yet. Um, so it was definitely ahead of the time. I thought it was just cool because... I'm a huge fan of music, and I'm a huge fan of real news. I'm a huge fan of, you know, people talking, collaborating on ideas. Um, so when it was brought to me, you know, I was... I don't know the exact expression um, I felt at the time. I, I just knew that my mom had so much in her, so much dedication, so much strength, so much will that, like... Whatever she put her mind to, I knew was going to happen. I knew it could happen because I'd seen her accomplish so many of her goals before this one when she had come to us and kind of like said, hey, I want to do this. It was really kind of just a normal like, okay. So my reaction whenever my mom said that she was starting Fishbowl, at the time I was like in eighth or ninth grade. So you can just imagine when you're like 14 or 15 you know, what your parents have going on is not like so, like you don't think that far ahead of it. I know all of my life my mom has been in the broadcasting industry, so it was just, you know, just something along the lines of that. So I didn't think it was going to be as big as it is. So I didn't have this like end goal or this, you know, picture in my mind of how it would look. But I do know anything my mom touches, she, you know, she goes above and beyond. She's such a hard worker. So I knew it was going to be amazing, but I didn't know it was going to be this. You know, 
really didn't want to do it. I was like, that's not what I meant. I, I, I meant like, what can I say to these people? But I guess my prayer was, what can I do? So he gave me an actual do, do, do something instead of a say something. And I was hesitant. I, I didn't know much about digital internet radio. I mean, I could barely, I think at that time I was just using the internet to email and that's about it. Um, I wasn't into social media. As a matter of fact, I used to laugh. My kids were in junior high. I used to say social media. At that time, it was MySpace. <laughs> you say, that's the devil. <laughs> so I wasn't into social media. So, uh, you know, I, I asked him, I'm like, you know, I don't even know where to start. You know, I don't even know where to start. And the Lord told me, start with what you know. 2009, the first year of Fishbowl. Sammy is nervous. Why? No one has done a business model like this. No template to look at to see if it can be successful. The economy is going through what they call a recession. Risky. Leaders take risks. She moves forward with the support of her family. Candy Lopez comes in a week after the doors open. Candyman is the first show to air on Fishbowl Radio Network, and the name of the show was called Two Bams and a Babe. My first impression, uh, I was in shock and awe because, and I tell this to all my friends, it's like when you hear internet radio, or you hear podcasts, you hear you hear anything like that, you're like, oh shit, it's in an office, it's in a it's in a closed closet, you know, there's nothing there's nothing there, it's just four walls, you know, it's just like dank and dark, you know. So when we walked in, I was just like, oh shit, this is an actual studio. Oh damn, there's this is something. This is something that's going to be big. This is something I feel, you know, when I talk to people and, like, and show them where I'm working at and what I'm doing, they're like, oh, damn, okay, you're doing it. All right, cool. You know, so, yeah, that was my big first impression, you know. And granted, you know, when we first started, you know, the rooms weren't as big as they are now, but it was very professional. You know, you still got a cool view of the scenery around Arlington. You had Six Flags and you had Ranger Stadium. So it's still you still got a real cool uh, view. You know, so yeah, it, it was, you know, my first impression was like, you know, really cool, shocking awe. A second client comes in. His name is Dee Dee Ingram, a comic with a vision for a show that is still going strong like Candy's, the Dee Dee Ingram show. I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, it was a nice building. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect because I, I'm not a radio person. It's just somebody uh, thought about I can use it to uh, advance what I was doing at the time, which is not the case now, but. 2011. The manager at the building we are renting from, Steve, lets Sammy know a bigger space has become available on the fourth floor. He didn't even know Sammy was thinking of getting a bigger space. That is how God works. Bigger means more money, but God intervenes again. And Steve said Fishbowl could pay the same rent for a year before it increases, so a move to the fourth floor takes place. Suite 427 becomes home for Fishbowl Radio Network for the next eight years. Uh, Fishbowl Radio Network to me is a place where people can come and voice, they, they can project their voice to everybody, where they can be heard by everyone from everywhere. It's a freedom of speech kind of thing. Uh, so we were in the old building, the one uh, 2225 East Randall Mill Road in Suite 427. Uh, that's where I started and my first impression of it was it was kind of intimidating. Um, of course I was going in for my job interview for Fishbowl Radio Network 
and um, it was with Sammy and she's a professional broadcaster and she's got this huge background and uh, so I was already really nervous and then I walked in and I saw the studios and I was like wow this looks incredible and it had amazing views we could see Six Flags and then we could see like this entire area that we're now in the middle of um, and everybody was working and at the time we had four studios and they were all full and I don't know, it was just, it was really big, it was exciting, um, lots of energy, people laughing and screaming, and uh, that's still, that's still the same. <laughs> to me, Fishbowl is a place where people can come and bring their visions to life. They come up here and they have a great time, and yes, it's pretty much a family environment. Come up here, everybody greets each other, nice place. Our, our, uh, our show is about inspiring families, uh, married couples, singles, dating, and the community. We want to be a change and make a change in their lives. And so that's what our conversation is centered around. Absolutely. We're looking to uh, have our conversations inspire people to be the best that they can be and go out and be productive members of society. Radio for a Reason gets implemented and Fishbowl starts really ramping up, not just being a platform and a place to host live internet radio shows, but a place that really gets active in doing things for the community, nation, and internationally. Like collecting shoes for souls for Souls International, water bottles for the homeless in Fort Worth, blankets for those that are victims of tornadoes in Oklahoma, and more. And every month, a community campaign to help others that still continues to this day. So Fishbowl Radio Network, to me, is my purpose. Uh, one of my purposes, anyway. Uh, but it is my purpose, my main purpose, on a professional standpoint. Uh, the reason I say that is because it was divinely inspired. Like I said, he told me, he, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, told me everything you've done up to this point that you think I blessed you with, your amazing radio career, was really for you to do what I'm asking you to do now. So that is purpose when, when you hear the call of what your higher power and your creator is telling you to do and you step out in faith and you do it. So it's it's my purpose. It's been my purpose professionally uh, for the last 12 years. But the cool thing is it's also helped enable me to help others live out their purpose because through Fishbowl Radio Network, through the platform, it has allowed so many people to have a voice that normally may have never gotten the opportunity to get to broadcast to millions of people around the world. It's really hard to break into the radio industry, especially in Dallas, Fort Worth, and the fourth largest radio market. But this fishbowl model allows anyone that has a knowledge base or a passion or a reason to come into a studio and express themselves over the mic to people from all around the world. And over the last 12 years, we've amassed 7.2 million impressions a month and it continues to grow each day and so it gives people a chance for them to live out their purpose as well. I've been here going on eight years and in those eight years I've had times that I wanted to give up but what keeps me going are the fans and the listeners and recently I had decided, okay, I'm not going to do this. I haven't been able to go in because of COVID, and I wasn't going to do it anymore. And I received a letter from a lady who had just happened up on Fishbowl. She was listening to it. She listened to my show. My show that day was about Don't Give Up. And she told me that she was contemplating suicide, and she heard my voice. 
and she listened to the show and she was encouraged. So it saved the life. And that's happened many times with me. People have said, you know, my husband had died and you just gave me hope and just keep doing what you're doing. Many people send donations to me for the show, but it's been a phenomenal thing for me. I have a pulpit that goes around the world. I feel like Fishbowl is the only platform, you know, one of a few platforms really around the planet that allows a person to have an independent perspective, an independent lens, to be able to say what needs to be said uh, without oversight. We have the freedom to do what we want to do here at Fishbowl Radio. My name is Angela Duncan. I host Focused with Angela Duncan. It is a ministry podcast. It's a Christian podcast. It's for believers to just focus on God's love, his heart, the truth of his word. We talk about God and the love of God every week and just different topics. I have people come on and tell testimonies. I have people come on and just talk about, sometimes it's about the Bible, it's scriptural, it's just, you know, basically talking about the love of Christ every week. I do everything. I run this company. Yes, Amy. I'm just playing. Don't fire me. I'm sorry. I'm just a board operator. Uh, you know, I've always just had an interest, not in like radio in general, but I, I grew up listening to radio. Anyway. I love that. I like like the behind the scenes aspect of doing sound and stuff like that. So um, it just brought me here, and then I learned that it was like a really like tight family, and so yeah, they just kept me here. 2015. This year brings some colorful characters through the doors of Fishbowl. And not only do the hosts make up Fishbowl Radio Network, but the guests that come in weekly to be interviewed from music artists, athletes, authors, entrepreneurs, each are getting massive global exposure from Fishbowl that is now at about 2 million global impressions a month and growing. So Sammy, what is the worst part about running your own company? <laughs> you have to ask that, right? What is the worst part about running my company? Let's see, where do I begin? Ah, just kidding. Uh, I guess the Gosh, I'm such a, you know, optimist, so I hate the word what is the worst because I try to learn from everything. But I think one of the worst things for me, or let's just call it a pet peeve, all right, is uh, when people don't really get the value of what you're offering, of what you're bringing to them, they don't understand the value uh, because it is a creative venture. A lot of times people that are creative in nature, artists, uh, videographers, graphic artists, uh, you know, radio broadcasters, people don't really understand the value of what goes into the work behind it. And so everybody's always trying to lowball you on your on your prices and how you make a living. But the operations have to continue, right? Like you have to make a living to do what it is that they're asking you to serve them with, but they don't understand the, the value of everything. And so that's kind of been really a challenge for me to be able to communicate that value. And so for me that's that's probably been one of the one of the obstacles but I, I try to overcome it and uh, yeah I will continue to keep trying because there's a tremendous amount of value in what we offer to our clients and to to the world well at, at first to me it just started out as it looked like it was something that was going to be simple it didn't look like it was on the level that I think she was used to you know she'd been work, used to working in, in big studios uh, professional studios as a matter of fact I think the first uh, some of the first consoles were made by me you know I, got into the garage and started putting some wood together and created some uh, what we call uh, just uh, I guess studios uh, so it, it wasn't it wasn't perfect it wasn't beautiful but you know it was a step in the right direction we were finally moving it wasn't just an idea now it was it was happening 
So when I first saw it, wasn't crazy about it, but I knew it was, we had to start somewhere. And 12 years later, what do you think about it now? Oh, it's amazing right now. The things that I see, the things that they're doing, uh, uh, you know, radio has changed so much. And uh, I see the amount of time and energy that they put into Fishbowl. Uh, what they try to do for every person that walks in through the door. It's not perfect, but it's almost perfect. So I, as far as its growth, uh, you know, I mean, there's just so many things are changing. You know, uh, I see, uh, what is that, uh, Facebook Live now becoming a, a thing that is very competitive too. People want to be part of that. You know, social media has just taken off. And uh, I'm not involved in it, but... You know, I see, you know, just how quickly information has passed. It's been like family because we've met a lot of people here and we've become friends outside, you know, talking to different ones and even um, people, you know, on our podcast, they enjoy it. That's part of the Fishbowl family. Yes, and it's, like she said, it's, it's really family. Mm-hmm. Just to be honest, it's family. Uh love, support, uh, encourage, strengthen, uplift, uh, whatever it is you need from a family, you get it here at Fishbowl Radio Network. You get your structure, you get your foundation. You also get the correction too. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) You get the correction, so the the rod does come out every Mm -hmm. once in a while, but it's always in love. It's it's never nothing over the top. It's not it's not demeaning or belittling, but it's to uh, make you better. Yes. Fishbowl is a place where you have an opportunity to express yourself in a way that you otherwise probably would not. It gives you an uh, an uh, an opportunity to reach out to people not only in the Dallas Fort Worth area where we're located, but. Uh, around the world. We listen to by a number of countries and so it's very nice to be able to express yourself, reach reach out to people. I've had shows where, you know, like this month domestic abuse month where I've had women that have been victims of domestic abuse be able to share their stories and uh you know, touch the lives of people, not like I say, not only here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but around the world. So that's what it is to me. It's an opportunity for global ministry. 2017 Fishbowl shows are going strong. The Ricardo Miller Show is popping. The Commish with Ed Gray is known in the streets and the suites. And the famous Howard Scott is gracing us with his weekly show filled with amazing stories and blues that will have you wanting more. The best thing that's been about running the company is the people. I mean, the people from the crew members that I've got to meet throughout that have helped build this. Every single person that has been here as a employee, as a crew member to Fishbowl Radio Network from day one has laid a brick in that foundation of the structure of where we are now. So I have a lot of gratitude to every person uh, that has contributed their time, their talents, their energy uh, in, in whatever way. And then the clients, I mean, It's just rewarding to get to see people come in here that have a passion and a purpose for their ministry or their music format or their sport or their politics and really, you know, enjoy what they're doing and and 
them coming to me on a weekly basis and telling me all the amazing things that have ha happened and transpired since their show began that are positive in their life. So the fact that we've been able to do that for others is just so rewarding. It's a very, very re rewarding 12 years that we've had here at Fishbowl Radio Network as the crew members and myself as the founder of it. We were promoting uh, a couple of artists. Uh, there was an event coming up where they dealt with body painting. So these uh, very talented, Antolin and uh, Margarita, uh, and and Lexi, they all came in. They brought their model, and they were like, well, "We'll do an interview, and we'll we'll paint your logo on one on our on our model." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So we're doing our show, and there's a half naked woman <laughs> in the studio. Don't she's had the little pasties on? It's like so, but she you know she was you know exposed right there, and you see three people just painting. On her body and you see other shows walking by and just staring and there's like there's nothing to see here there's no, just keep walking and keep walking um, I got into a little bit of trouble because of <laughs> that I'm like but she had pasties on and they're like yeah but we, we can't really have that kind of thing I'm like but it was late night 2019 year after year up up and up then down it's bound to happen in all businesses the flood. The building we are in has a massive flood that makes the city condemn the building and shut it down. Not good. Fishbowl is forced to close for live shows. The computers get moved to Sammy's living room and our new amazing IT director Darren sets it up so we can at least stream. A new location has to be found as fast as possible or it may mean no more Fishbowl. Sammy starts looking and praying. When I first started doing fishbowl, I didn't want to do fishbowl at all, period. You know, I walked into the studio one day and, and, and Sammy said, would you like to do a radio show? And I said, oh no, this is not me, you know, I'm doing other things. I'm, I'm playing music, I'm going on the road. And I said, no, I don't want to do that. So actually, Sammy talked me into doing fishbowl, so I came in and, and started doing the show. And when I first started doing it, it was really shaky. Shaky. If anything first started, it's going to be like that. But once I got into it and saw how much fun it was, uh, week to week it kept getting better and better. I enjoyed doing Fishbowl, and this is you know, a part of my life right now. My favorite part about Fishbowl is the loving staff and the support of the network. To me personally, Fishbowl Network is an opportunity for a lot of marvelous people who are starting as amateurs to become great, uh, to get certain messages out and truth. One of the funniest shows I had, I remember, because I do a comedy segment on my show, and I had this uh, a guy calling from Nigeria to do my comedy segment, and he was so not funny. But it was funny, because he was so not funny, and he thought it was funny, and I thought that was just, it was hilarious, but it was, it was good that somebody even called in from way over there, so I'm like, man, this is, you know, that was like even more awesome. But that, it was hilarious though, it, it, but it was not funny at all. <laughs> it was not funny. 2021, we make it through the closing of the city during COVID, but there's a lot of loss of hosts due to their losses during this time. We begin working to rebuild down to 70 shows, build back up to 80. Since last year, board operators for all shows are implemented. Masks mandated, shows keep broadcasting. We the Poets want to argue TV Cafe Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. 
The Boardroom with Black Women's Wall Street. Pop Talk. Let's Talk. La Abuelita con Opiniones. Focused with Angela Duncan. DYAFM Radio. Coffee and Conversations. Boss Chat Radio. Black Tea Sip. Black Mature Woman. Adebo Productions. A Time to Dream. And Against All Odds. Yes, against all odds for a never-before-done business model in a down economy, a flood, a virus, and many naysayers along the way. The Fishbowl Radio Network has flourished, overcome, survived, and grown. It's gained, it's lost. And as we complete 12 years, the number 12 is the number of completion. We began our rebrand. The new name of our company is Fishbowl Studios. Fishbowl Radio Network continues to be the radio streaming leg of our company, but more is coming. And up ahead, another move, a new location, and more. Thank you all for an incredible 12 years. We'll keep you updated, and we'll keep on swimming in the fishbowl toward what's ahead. My name is Jordan Johnson. Uh, I am a part of the Don't Stop Listening show. Uh, I am also, uh, the secret's been out for a minute, but... um, I'm the sharky, all right? I'm the dude that's in the suit, all right? So you're staring at me, Flash, you know what I'm saying? This is me. This is this is, this is who it is. Um, it, you know, Fishbowl alone, let alone Miss Sammy G, has, has, has been a tremendous blessing, you know, to our family, to my parents and the show. And, and, and really just this company alone, man, has just been a tremendous blessing to everybody to anybody who just wants to elevate their self and and you know to do great and mighty things you know within their company or within whatever they're you know have a show for um so honestly uh this miss sammy and fishbowl has been a tremendous blessing man fishbowl radio network to me is you know a podcast you know where you can get heard all over the world you know, it's global. It's not, you know, just, yeah. you know, regular, you know, radio where, you know, you're just heard in your own state. You know, being heard nationwide, you know, worldwide is wonderful, you know. And ever since this came to play, you know, a lot of people, you know, been doing a lot of major mm-hmm. things with Fishbowl Radio Network. And, you know, there's still a lot of people here that was from here from 12 years ago. So just to see that and still see it advancing, I can only see what's going to happen for next year, too. They're going to have a lot of big things going down because yeah. Sammy, you know, has the heart. And I love how, you know, she brings everything to the table. Well, I see it like it's uh, a library of different information, different characteristics, different things that people are bringing to the table, you know, on subjects. And uh, I think it's good in one aspect because you don't, you're not depending on just one individual to bring you these different topics and, and, and different avenues of information. So... Yeah, I, I see it as a good thing. And I see it getting bigger and bigger and bigger each year, you know. So if it's been here 12 years, it's going to be here more years. You know, for next year, for the 13th yeah. year, I, I can imagine and be here how big long. it's going to be next year, you know, versus yeah. right now, you know. Because, I mean, she made it 12 years. A lot of people get radio stations and do them as first stardom and don't last that long. Yeah. But for the success that she's going for and what she's been doing for the community for Fishbowl, it's been amazing. I mean, it's nice. I, like I said, I can't, I can't deny it. It's one of the one of the best things I've seen because she gives you that family outlook and outreach when she comes to you. Yeah, and and especially that, that family feel. That's that's the number one thing right there that really rubs off real good. Yeah. 
Um, honestly, you see my hashtag, you know, I say we taking over and hashtag, you know, all over the world. I see us broadening and being worldwide, you know, and uh, I can see it, you know, streaming videos, streaming audios, just, you know, everywhere. You know, you're going to hear us. You're already hearing us now in Japan and in Australia, in London, Tahiti. Um, but yeah, we're going to be even bigger than that. And, I, and I'm looking forward to being a part of that journey. You. Yeah, you. The one in the audience watching this right now. Do you realize that you are a pioneer? You are a visionary. You are fearless. You are amazing because you stepped out of your comfort zone to try something that you've been dreaming about. You took action. Do you understand how huge that is? How many people don't ever take action towards their passion and purpose? So congratulations. When I wake up, wake up, wake up, what do you do there? Is this even real? Only thing that kept my heart beating. No one said things, so say what away. Only come out at night, but we're still looking for signs. When I wake up, I can't help but This is Fishbowl Radio, the Fishbowl Radio Network. Fishbowl. Today, many years later, I'm not surprised to hear that uh, she is the CEO of Fishbowl. It's a radio network, which is the largest internet radio streaming platform in America. So I want to say to Sammy, I am so excited for you, so happy for you. Am I surprised? The answer is no. Only because you showed the ambition many, many years ago when we worked together, and now so many people are just experiencing what I experienced a great individual. So Sammy, congratulations on all of your success and believe it or not, it's not over. Yeah.